When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Some drama is subtle. I'm afraid we don't do fathers and sons very well in this family. And some is, well, whatever this is. Eagles don't fly with pigeons, okay? <laughs> so go get your breadcrumbs and get back to me tomorrow. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, December 14th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Critics' Choice Awards have chosen the best films and movie performances of the year, cementing top contenders in the awards race just one month before the Oscar nominations are revealed. Barbie led in total nominations, scoring 18 overall from the Critics' Choice Awards, including Best Picture, Best Director for Greta Gerwig, Best Actress for Margot Robbie, and Best Supporting Actor for Ryan Gosling. Trailing behind Barbie are Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer and Yorgos Lanthimos's Poor Things, both of which earned 13 nominations, followed closely by Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon, which earned yet another Best Actress nod for Lily Gladstone as she continues to sweep the circuit. Notably absent from the Critics' Choice Awards nominations are both May-December star Natalie Portman and Nyad star Annette Bening in Best Actress, Anatomy of a Fall in Best Picture, Poor Things star Willem Dafoe in Best Supporting Actor, and another shocking snub for Taraji P. Henson for her brilliant work in The Color Purple, despite the film earning an ensemble nomination. You can see the full list of nominees at EW.com. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is stepping back into the ring for Benny Safdie's next A24 feature about the legendary wrestler and mixed martial artist Mark Kerr. Johnson is set to star as the two-time UFC heavyweight tournament champion in The Smashing Machine, which will be written and directed by Safdie. The film will tell the no-holds-barred story of Kerr at the peak of his career and explore his struggles with addiction. There's a new wolf at the door. Ryan Gosling is no longer set to star in the monster movie Wolfman, and Girls alum Christopher Abbott will take his place. Universal Pictures and Blumhouse Productions revealed the casting swap Wednesday while announcing that the werewolf thriller will hit theaters October 25th, 2024, just in time for Halloween. And Andre Brower best known for playing Captain Raymond Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Detective Frank Pimbleton on Homicide, Life on the Street, died Monday after a brief illness. He was 61. Brower's steady, commanding presence made him adept at both comedy and drama. After studying theater at Stanford and Juilliard, he made his screen debut in 1989's Civil War drama Glory, which saw him act opposite Denzel Washington, Morgan Freeman, and Matthew Broderick. Soon afterward, he played Detective Winston Blake on a revival of Kojak. From 1993 to 1998, Brower starred as Detective Frank Pimbleton on NBC's police drama Homicide, Life on the Street. He won an Emmy for his work on the show in 1998 after being nominated once before in 1996. 
After his time on the show concluded, Brower became a series regular on several short-lived shows, including Gideon's Crossing, Hack, and Men of a Certain Age. He won another Emmy for his work in the miniseries Thief in 2006. Brower enjoyed a late career renaissance with the sitcom Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which weaponized his straight-face seriousness for incredible comedic effect. Brower's austere, multifaceted Captain Holt ultimately proved to be his longest-running character, appearing in 153 episodes across the show's eight seasons. The actor received a total of 11 Emmy nominations for his work on Homicide, The Tuskegee Airmen, Gideon's Crossing, Thief, Men of a Certain Age, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. You can read more about his incredible work on the stage and screen and read some touching tributes from his Brooklyn Nine-Nine castmates and many more at EW.com. While you're there, be sure to check out more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more. Dust off your best boots and bolo tie because the annual CMA Country Christmas lands at our number three pick today. The 14th annual holiday celebration returns to Nashville with a truck bed full of country music stars ready to belt out the holiday classics, many of which are given a unique country arrangement for this special. This year's edition is hosted by Trisha Yearwood and Christmas song superstar Amy Grant. Here's a little tease of this year's installment. I'm most looking forward to singing with you, Amy, <laughs> because, I mean, we've known each other, we see each other at events, and we get to hang out a little bit, but to get really to spend some time together has been really nice, and to sing together is just, I'm just so excited. Yeah, me too. The crazy thing is, I mean, Vince has known you for a long time and loved you, and, but I, you feel so familiar to me, and that's been my biggest excitement about this and sharing music and, yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a friendship that will be beyond the Christmas season. Yep, yeah. It's a beautiful show from beginning to end. And I yeah. told Trisha, I woke up this morning, or did I, I don't, I, maybe I didn't tell you. I actually woke up this morning, probably because I was rehearsing, but I woke up singing one of the Christmas songs. I did too. We did not talk about this. <laughs> okay, I did so too. Crazy. I was singing. I was singing a holy night in my head this morning. Okay, <laughs> I was singing "Hark the Herald Angels Sing," and this was crazy. Like I woke up and actually got choked up over it because to me I was going, "Whoo!" And we're going to do this for a live audience and for a studio audience, and that it's just it's a good show. Yeah, it is a good show. Well, Grant might sit among the all-time greats for holiday music, but she will be joined by some all-stars for this year's Holiday Hootenanny. The show will include performances from Ashley McBride, Lady A, John Party, Lainey Wilson, and Zach Williams. You can catch it tonight at 8 on ABC and streaming tomorrow on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. It's trivia time. Netflix's The Crown is giving a regal wave goodbye today with Imelda Staunton still playing Queen Elizabeth II. She joins a list of accomplished actresses who have portrayed the late British monarch. But which of these actresses has never played Queen Elizabeth II? Is it Helen Mirren, Olivia Colman, or Judi Dench? Stick around for the answer. What a journey we have been on with the women at the center of today's number two pick, Roni Legacy. 
Originally envisioned as its own standalone series starring some original and more or less beloved women from The Real Housewives of New York, that deal fell apart over contract negotiations. But these ladies won't be kept off television for long, and they're heading back to St. Bart's for an ultimate girls trip. Here's a preview. The OG are back. I'm wondering if there's going to be some cute guys there. Oh, there's always somebody to We need a new pirate. Hello. We made it. We made it. All right. I just got here fresh from New York. Luann DeLaceps, Sonia Morgan, Dorinda Medley, Kelly Ben-Simone, Kristen Takeman, and Ramona Singer are all up to their old tricks, tossing out canned quips when they're not tossing off their clothes, both with equal abandon. Eagles don't fly with pigeons, okay? <laughs> so go get your breadcrumbs and get back to me tomorrow. Oh, God, snatch card. We found out that Sonia has a pretty kitty. Fans of Roni will recognize the St. Barth's house on Ultimate Girls Trip as the same one in season five, where Luann invited a man in Johnny Depp, Pirates of the Caribbean drag for a sleepover, scandalizing her fellow housemates. Resting on this lore, Ultimate Girls Trip is full of classic Roni callbacks, including another pirate for the Countess to court. Considering how much fun these OG housewives are having and all the drama behind the scenes, including Singer's alleged use of a racial slur, maybe it's best we get Roni Legacy in one limited series burst rather than spread out across yet another franchise. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Roni Legacy is streaming now on Peacock. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our number one pick is coming up. What to Watch? We'll be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Polish that tiara, pick up that cummerbund from the cleaners, and don't forget to walk the corgis. After six seasons, our number one pick today, The Crown, is coming to an end. While the previously released first part of this final season dealt with the death of Princess Diana, part two foregrounds a new generation of royals with the British royal family's hopes of avoiding obsolescence pinned on Prince William, played by cast newcomer Ed McVeigh. Here's a preview. Having reviewed the data, the pollsters have now presented their findings. Asked if the royal family were out of touch with ordinary people. 53% said yes. Asked if they were wasteful of public money. They lacked compassion. 62% said yes. 9% said yes. The Prime Minister has a new nickname, King Tony. We must change not just the politics of this country, but the soul of this country. Boys need you now more than ever. I'm afraid we don't do fathers and sons very well in this family. Perhaps you don't like to be reminded how we got to this point. The Crown doesn't ask existential questions of itself. Perhaps it should. Well, other fresh faces featured on the show's final episodes include Luther Ford as Prince Harry and Meg Bellamy as Kate Middleton. Meanwhile, Imelda Staunton returns as Queen Elizabeth II, and Dominic West reprises his role of Prince Charles, whose marriage to Camilla Parker Bowles will conclude this epic tale. 
The Crown's final episodes hit Netflix today. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of these actresses has never played Queen Elizabeth II on screen? Helen Mirren, Olivia Colman, or Judi Dench? Well, Colman, of course, played the younger Elizabeth on The Crown, and Helen Mirren won an Oscar for her portrayal of the royal in The Queen. However, Dame Judi Dench has never played Queen Elizabeth II on screen. Dench did, however, play Queen Elizabeth I in Shakespeare in Love and played Queen Victoria twice in Mrs. Brown and in Victoria and Abdul. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Clark Collis, Lester Brathwaite, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. One, two, watch.